0: Welcome to Hope in the Halls, Christian Voices from Washington, D.C., sponsored by Hope to the Hill, also sponsored by Can We Pray, with your hosts Nathan and Amber Kistler. Learn more about Hope to the Hill at www.hopetothehill.com. Welcome back to Hope in the Halls, everyone. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm great. We're in Little Rock, Arkansas.
0: <laughs> we're always in a different city every yes, time we do these.
1: We are. We're in uh, a different
0: hotel room every time we do we these. Are. We're,
1: we're uh, <laughs> we're like these we are. We're traveling a lot these days. We're traveling a lot these days, and we just got to Little Rock, Arkansas, and um, an interesting downtown area here for sure.
0: Yeah, especially at night. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going a
1: beautiful there a beautiful area we were driving through is really yeah. nice, and uh Anyways, nice to see America. We're on a tour of America. We right? are. And it feels like. We're
0: going to be on the west coast of America. We're heading
1: to California.
0: Yeah, come Sunday. So, yeah. you know, you never know where you're going to hear this and from. That's right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But we're so excited to be back with you guys to talk about another story this week that is one of my personal favorites. Yeah. Because we both kind of lived this one together, and um, and one of the members doesn't mind being mentioned By name, and because she's gone on television on our behalf
0: before. She has, many times, actually. uh,
1: Honestly, I've been so, um, I think one of the few people we've ever known in Washington that is such a sweet, um, compassionate uh, woman of God that so desperately longs to see her colleagues and her country touched by the gospel. And that is none other than Kathy McMorris-Rogers,
0: congresswoman. From the great state of Washington.
1: That's right. Spoke Believe it or
0: not, she is the member for the district that Jim Caviezel
1: That's risen. right. That his family his is from home. there. He has a home uh, there. Actually, she shared something interesting when we had Jim in her office. Uh, her father, or, sorry, his father gave her her very first uh, check towards her very first campaign when that, she ran for Congress. What
0: a full circle 18 moment.
1: 18 years ago.
0: That's a full circle moment.
1: That was pretty cool.
0: Because, I mean, to, to meet him, you know, he, yep. he got to meet her. We talked about that. He met Cole, her, yep. her son, yep. who has Down syndrome. Yes. And, I mean, that's, that's pretty unbelievable all these years later to, for God to just bring that back to a full circle yep. moment.
1: Yeah, it is. And uh, that was a really special moment. I did find out she had met him in the airport in Spokane one time, but never got to tell him that, that story. story. And so I was, uh, that made my day what to kind cool of hear story that. What a cool story It really was. But
0: speaking of cool stories, I really wanted to talk about this story tonight with Kathy because Kathy is, I mean, for those that don't know Kathy McMorris-Rogers, first of all, she's a prayer warrior. She is. She is a prayer warrior. And I know that people look at, you know politicians a lot, and they think them as, think of them as just sleazy or liars, you know, or fakes. And you know, we all have had that persona of what a politician could look like. Kathy mm-hmm. is nowhere near any of that. Yeah, she
1: breaks all those molds, um, doesn't she? She
0: does. She absolutely does. And and when I say she's a prayer warrior, she she is. And if she tells you that she's gonna pray about something, she means it because she does it right then. It's yep. There's no like promising she's going to pray. And, you know, we always say, of course we'll pray for you. Yeah. And you never know if that person really means it. Kathy will do it right there. Yeah. With you. Um, and she is a wonderful woman of God. And I love this story. This is why I wanted you to tell it, because we always talk about how we try to find unity, reaching across the aisles. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that we strive to do between the Republicans and the Democrats. Yeah. And last episode we talked about, you know, can a Christian be a democrat can a christian sometimes a christian looks like republican and they can't they may not be a christian you know they may not be a child of god it's true and so this story kind of ties into that because mm. it's it's a very important story i feel like that hope to the hill was very involved in and um kathy had been coming to you about the pins, right like we had just started well, giving out the pens but yes
1: maybe let's we'll start maybe two or three years before yeah, that because I remember when I first met Kathy McMorris-Rogers, it was probably even longer than that, probably six years ago, and I remember going into her office for the first time, and I had run into her in the Capitol, in the Congressional Prayer Chapel, which uh, most of you don't know, there is a prayer chapel just off of and the rotunda. beautiful. It is beautiful. It's small. It's small.
0: But it's it's very private, and it's... I don't know. It's just so
1: beautiful. It has a beautiful uh, stained glass window of George Washington kneeling in prayer. Yeah. Um, And and then at the very top of that room is there's no windows, no natural windows. There is a painting of a window into heaven, Mm. as if as we're praying, our prayers are flowing through that window to heaven to the ears of God. And I think it's one of the most beautiful places that people don't know about in the Capitol. Uh, but I was in the uh, Congressional Prayer Chapel with a member from Texas whom he would not mind me mentioning his name, Louis Gohmert. Oh, and I, I uh, we would spend many, many, many hours in that prayer chapel, late at night sometimes. But uh, one afternoon, Louis and I were there, and that's another great story for another time. Um, but Kathy happened to be in the room uh, praying by herself. And I remember uh, just meeting her for a moment, and Louis introduced me to her. And so in the weeks following, I, I wanted to connect with her. I, I tried to reach out, and her staff was so kind and set up a meeting. And I didn't know who she was, didn't know anything about her. And for those of you also that don't know much about me, I grew up in the Independent Baptist world, and so did Amber. So did uh, that's where we met in, a, in an Independent Baptist church. And so I, I had, uh, had not really been involved in the Independent Baptist world. Uh, we're both in a Southern Baptist church now. But uh, had not really been involved in the Independent Baptist world for, for some time. But I remember that first day I was in her office. Uh, she shared with me, she went to Pensacola uh, Baptist Bible College and uh, had, had been a graduate from that school. So we had a lot in common just to talk about because we had both, obviously she's a bit older than we are, right. but uh, had some wonderful mutual friends. And she just and shared- she's them. a huge Gaither fan. She is a big Gaither fan. She grew up watching- Watching her, all the videos. And her parents have had them in the home. Yep. And so we just had lots of things uh, to talk about. Well, fast forward uh, years later at that point, you and I uh, had gotten married and I had been going in weekly to pray with Kathy. And George and I would go in often, and sometimes if I wasn't in town, Dr. Roller would go in. And we had just built a great relationship with her and her staff over the years. Well, we began to pray with a Democrat uh, from Georgia, actually. And uh, a sweet lady, I was in a, a documentary called The Armor of Light uh, before this sweet lady ran for Congress, that she was one of the main characters, or the main people, not a character. She was a, She's a real person. And uh, I got to know her. She ran for Congress. She won. And every week, she would also have George and I, or one of the two of us, to come in to pray with her every single week. And uh, I loved that time. But over the months and years that followed, you and I would have these conversations. Man, I really wish, you know, Kathy and this other sweet uh, lady from uh, from the other side of the aisle would come together and pray. I really think and feel like they'll become great friends. And we, we prayed about that we and, and really uh, pushed. And so every week when I'd go in to pray with each of them separately, some weeks I would go see one and then my next meeting would be the other. <laughs> and I would walk into the office and. And I would always say before I left, hey, have you thought about connecting with this other person across the aisle? I really think y'all will be great friends. And I felt like, it was like a year and a half of time, every week we were in session, I was having the same conversation <laughs> and I was getting really annoyed by it because I felt like nothing was happening. And one day I got so annoyed, uh, I, I was in uh, Congresswoman McMor- McMorris Rogers office and I said, you know, I have to just ask you a question because uh, this is driving me nuts. She said, oh, sure. I said, why in the world will you not go talk to this other member of Congress? I don't understand for the life of me. She loves the Lord. She, I think y'all would be great friends. And she said, I, I really can I be honest with you? I said, I would hope so, you know? <laughs> and she said, I, um, I've struggled with this because when she won that seat, She beat out my best friend.
0: Yeah. And it all
1: kind of made sense at that point. And she said, "I've had a hard time just even wanting to talk to her, because the my prayer partner, the woman that I had grown with, loved here, uh, was beat out by this other lady." She said, "So I've really struggled with that." I said, "Okay, I I see." So I left that meeting. I happened to be going to the other member's office, and we finished up the meeting. And I just said, "Hey." I never do this, and I really don't. I said, but I'm going to tell you something very personal about another member of Congress, and I'm hoping that you will be willing to do something here. And I just shared with her that whole story. And this other member, uh, this Democrat, uh, she almost began to weep, and she said, I I had no idea. She said, I had no clue. She said, but I promise you, uh, today, before I leave the Hill, I'm going to go and meet kathy and morris rogers well again you just made that point sometimes we view members of congress as not being honest people and sleazy or whatever you want to call them and in that moment i assumed that she was telling me something nice that you wanted to hear that's right and that that's probably not going to happen well uh, by about i was driving out of town because i was coming to see you uh going home And I had driven that week. We were living in North Carolina um, at the time. And so I was heading home, and I got a text message that afternoon from Kathy McMorris Rogers. And it was a picture of her and this other Democrat together (laughs) standing. And she said, we finally met. Praise God. We walked around the house floor today. Uh, We just finished about 30 minutes ago and we prayed over all of our colleagues on the house floor. Wow. Well, me being the the person that I am, I thought if they were on the house floor 30 minutes ago, I can go back on C-SPAN and I wanna see if they actually did it. (laughs) So I, as I'm driving, which I know is not safe, I was scrolling back through C-SPAN and I was able to find the moment uh, multiple times as they were circling the chamber, walking together and praying and, and, and when they had met, oh my goodness. and I I began to cry because it was a year and a half of time. And it wasn't anything that I had done, really, but God had but that's, orchestrated. that's perfect timing. It is, and it was such a, a cool thing. Well, what I found out later was, when she kind of shared with me the entire story, we give out these beautiful pins to members. That you can wear. That you can wear, it's a lapel pin. And you can maybe explain why that is such an important thing, because members... Well,
0: because members wear pens. Like, you'll you'll see this term of members, they wear green pens. And they are in the shape of a circle. And that's kind of how we teach the people who come on outreach with us of how to identify a member of Congress. You will see these very identifiable green pens that they always wear. Now, some of the women members of Congress, which I really like the way they've done this, they have actually turned theirs into a necklace. Yes. Um. And so I have since then tried to turn our pin into a necklace, because I thought it was just a really cool thing.
1: Me too.
0: Um. But yeah. So they they all wear these significant looking pins, and um, and we'll get to that story later of how the pins came about. But we have started giving out our own pins that say, "Hope to the Hill." Um. Can we pray? Our ministry. And that's, it's it's team it's our wears ministry. Them. Right. And uh, and that's how we're identified.
1: It is it definitely has become that for sure but we were giving these pins to members and a lot of members would wear them in their off weeks well just so happened that i think it was that was the first week we had had those pins in and i gave one to kathy that day whenever i i had met with her
0: and you gave one to the other member. i gave one to the other
1: member well kathy in my presence put that pin on on the other side of her lapel so she had her regular pin on on the left side she put the, the Hope to the Hill pin on the right side. She had a pin on either side. <laughs> and she was quite proud of wearing it that day. And what I found out later was that part of the way that they knew each other or knew, uh, recognized each other that day was that they were both wearing their pin that I had given them, and it says at the very top of the pin, can we pray. Mm. And, and that's what they did. That is exactly what they did. And they've continued to do uh, for going on three and a half to four years now um and so god has brought these two very special ladies who we both love dearly Uh, and and again it's a reminder one is a very 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 strong republican the other is a very strong democrat and they have found common ground
0: (laughs) yeah through jesus they have nothing else in common but they have jesus in common Yep. and i think it's important to talk about that because knowing this member of Congress who's a Democrat and, and understanding her story and she's been through a lot of pain actually um, I know that oftentimes as Christians and, and and I would say most of us would err on the conservative side yeah um, we would look at a Democrat and say how in the world do they get to these belief systems that they have sure. I mean it's just some of them are outlandish right to us they're outlandish sure. and um. And truthfully, some of them are. But uh, this specific member is very, very tough on gun laws. Um,
1: she's actually a pro-life Democrat.
0: She's a pro-life Democrat, but she's very, very tough on gun laws. She thinks guns should be completely outlawed. Yeah. Um, and when you hear that just from her at, at first, you would think, well, how, how are we supposed to protect ourselves? You know, those of us who are for the police and everything else like that, we would look at that and go, why in the world would you get to that point? Well, it turns out her son was killed.
1: By, by... actually a, uh, a guy in Florida that had a concealed carry permit. Right. And, and said he feared for his life um, and, and shot into a vehicle that her son was in and killed him. And that was actually the whole point of that documentary that we were in together. Right. Called The Armor of Light. And she's sharing her story and so obviously grown to love this this precious lady yeah and it just goes
0: to show that you may not agree on everything but you can come to how an understanding of how they got there
1: Oh, sure. everybody
0: has been through hurt and trauma in their lives to get to a place where they might have some sort of belief systems to where they're at now now that doesn't mean that every single person's belief has a a valid reason for why they're there sometimes people just have outlandish beliefs we know this but
1: and it doesn't even make them right No, it um, doesn't
0: But I, I think it's important to Always try to understand How a person got to where they're at Because that's what Jesus does mm-hmm. He already knows, right? I mean, we're obviously not Jesus We can't know what happened to them in the past Unless mm-hmm. they tell us Jesus looks at them and says I know what you went through Because I understand you I created you And I've I've been here all along yeah. I wish that we could do that it would make our lives a lot easier If we could just read their minds But we can't do that and so that's why we go in with a, hand, a handshake out where we can say, how can we help you? How can we pray for you? Because when we do that, they, over time, entrust us with stories like that. And we start understanding them a little bit better and how they got to where they are. Yeah. And the heart starts to soften a little bit, just like with Congresswoman McMorris Rodgers and then this other Democrat member they started understanding how they got to where they were. They won't ever agree most likely on political issues. I mean, they, they probably, there are probably some, they do, they're hoping that they're hoping that they do, but they can agree on one thing, one thing that they they do agree on and they will do it consistently every week is Jesus. And they go and they pray in that house chamber every single week. Now, those are the stories that you don't see on the news, (laughs) unfortunately, because that does not make money. Um and that's that's what we are striving to do by having this podcast is we want to tell the stories of what God is doing in D C and it's the stuff that you're not gonna hear on the news. And it's I know it's so easy to turn on the news and and hear discouraging, 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 and it causes hate, it causes bitterness, it causes division. But when we're in D C we honestly I mean, we see a lot of that, but we also see another side where God is doing some amazing things and it's not being put on the forefront of the media and you know and and that's okay that's why we're doing this podcast is to let people know what God is doing and not just through us but through his children
1: yeah lots of people
0: lots of people
1: yeah I I agree and I I think the one of the biggest things that we have found is getting to know people on a person-by-person basis so many people get lumped into these clumps, uh, groups of people that are deemed, as we've said before already, you know, in previous episodes, of people that are unreachable, untouchable people, when in fact, if we were only to stop, spend a little time, and notice that they're just regular people too, that we have the opportunity to step into their lives and to love on them and get to know them and one of the beautiful things about getting to know somebody is you learn to love them and you you do begin to love them as a person as you get to know them you find commonality i i dare say uh one of my favorite moments i'll never forget this when justice Kavanaugh, was going through his um uh, that process, the confirmation process. There was a lot of stuff. If, if anybody watched TV back then, I remember, remember I was calling you every day. Oh, I yes. was in line at 6 a.m. So some days a Senator would give a, give me a pass to sit in on one of the, the you know front three rows. And then some days they would need to give that pass to another guest that we we're gonna have. And I and would go get in line. Intense, oh my goodness, I'll never Ooh. forget that. But I would get in line at 6 a.m. and there was hundreds of people in line. Every day. And what they what they would do is there was actually people outside with bags of money.
0: Oh, I remember you talking. this is crazy
1: to me. <laughs> there was people this is outside crazy. with bags of money and they were they were paying protesters uh I think it was like two hundred dollars yeah, to like walk $200. through the line. They would go in the room, they would stand up all of a sudden start yelling or whatever and causing a ruckus. They would they would handcuff them. They wouldn't arrest them, like book them. They would put them on a bus for like an hour or two in handcuffs, take the handcuffs off, let them go. them in the corner. Yeah, yeah. They would let <laughs> them go. Dang. They would go back and get in line again, do the same thing. They made 200 bucks, and they would pay for their food and their trip there. Oh, my there were goodness. There were people that actually did that. So over, like, two weeks of time, I got to know all these protesters because we were waiting in line. Like, we'd see the same people every day, and I'd see them get arrested or, you know, handcuffed and taken out. And I got to know this one couple. They weren't they were uh, they weren't married, I don't think, but they were dating. And in the very beginning, they were asking all kinds of questions because I obviously uh, was not, was not, not the, getting arrested. Yeah, I was sitting there quietly. So they obviously, I think, knew that... I was probably more conservative or at least wanting to just watch the process play out. And so we started talking. We had hours of time together, and we started talking about life and uh, faith and lack of faith, and they were atheists, and I, I was a Christian, and uh, they were prote- paid protesters, and I was kind of a pastor. You were to, a concerned <laughs> citizen. And a pastor <laughs> to members of Congress. and So they... We, but we found... We ended up adding each other on Facebook and became friends and we found some commonality together because we were standing together for two weeks every day.
0: Yeah.
1: And we found things we could talk about. We found things and, and by the end of those two weeks when we parted ways we gave we had we gave each other hugs. It was the strangest, the strangest. thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> But it but was you never so know what could
0: come out of that. Cool.
1: It was. I agree. Just agreed. by
0: being kind.
1: Yes. So we can find commonality with anyone, even the people we disagree with the most. And that is, in a lot of ways, the beauty of America, right? We may have massive disagreements on everything, but at the end of the day, we're all still Americans. You can find some commonality with someone even if you disagree with them on you know, the social issues and the spiritual issues and all of that. But even beyond that, it is, it is our responsibility, and I would even say our duty as Christians, to try to, to love on people even more. We, we have the obligation, the calling to do that. You know, The Great Commission calls us to do that. And so i found that to be one of the most interesting weeks of my life, but also it taught me a very valuable lesson about how we interact with people how we love people well, and at least how we try to love people well. And that spills over into some of what we were just talking, the story that we were just sharing about these two wonderful women that love the Lord. And I can honestly say, from the, the as sincere as I can be, that not only does Kathy McMorris Rodgers love Jesus with all her heart, but this, this female other Democrat loves Jesus with all of her heart. And uh, both very, very sincere uh, in their faith. Yeah. And, uh, you know, again, how does one get to some of those, uh, those conclusions? I don't always know. But I think you made a great point in the last episode, and that is this. There's going to be someday, uh, there's going to be Democrats and Republicans when they get to the throne of God that he says, I never knew you. Yeah. There's going to be pastors. There's mm-hmm. going to be all types of different types of people uh, that are going to get to the, the judgment seat of Christ, and, and Jesus will say, "I depart from me, I never knew you. It doesn't matter, really, at the end of the day, nothing matters other than your relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, when someone comes to a saving knowledge, uh, understanding that they're a sinner, uh, that they need a Savior, that, that Jesus died for their sins, he's the only way to heaven, when they come to that realization, the Holy Spirit will, will work in their life. And we're going to tell another story soon when Dr. Roller's on the podcast with us because yeah. one of my favorite stories of a uh, Democrat from Chicago that he gave a Bible to, that happened. yeah, Literally, the Holy Spirit worked in his life. He became uh, went from being a Black Panther to being a pastor in inner city Chicago. And so, uh, I mean, God has... We can't put him in a box. He can do anything he wants to do. And if we only are obedient in planting the seeds where He puts us, He brings the harvest, not us. Yeah. And so I um, remember
0: when we had Pastor Greg Laurie here. Mm. And if you don't know his story or if you've not seen the film <laughs> Jesus Revolution, then you need to go watch it because it is truly um, his and his wife's story. And um, it's really a story about a bunch of misfits that came to Jesus and they they did not look like the norm. That's right. You know, that would walk into a church when you would, when you walked into church, they weren't the kind that you would see sitting in the pews. Yeah. Um but under you know, people were kind to them and it was because of kindness that they came to Jesus. They were welcomed into a church that loved on them and then because of that they accepted the love of Jesus. And so um, I remember Pastor Greg was talking that night, and I just thought this was the coolest quote that I'd ever heard him say. And I've listened to so many of his sermons. I follow him on social media, and he's just one of the greatest speakers. I love to hear him speak. But yeah, one thing that he said that day, I never, I took home and I never forgot it. He said, Any time that I find a person that I don't like, I tell myself I need to get to know that person better.
1: <laughs> yeah. And That's I've really never good. forgotten that. I, I mean, really I,
0: I took that home and thought, okay, I'm going to use that. I, I'm going to take that to heart and use it. Because how true is that? I mean, if, if there's someone who you truly don't like, you need to search your own heart as to why you don't like them. And then you say, I need to get to know them better. What have they gone through in life to be the way that they are today? And truthfully, we've all gone through hurt. We've all yeah. gone through trauma. We've all been through something that has brought us to be the person that we are today and some of those people rub others the wrong way sure. but there's a reason for it and i never forgot that quote for him from him is when he said anytime i find a person that i i deep down will say i don't like that person i immediately say i need to get to know that person better then
1: and it even goes back to last week's episode with aoc yeah i mean <laughs> it that is so so very true the people that that we often look at that way, we should take that very seriously to get to know them and to love on them, and to get to know them even better. Um, well,
0: that's what Jesus did, right? That's exactly I mean, what. That's he did. exactly what he did. When
1: I often tell people, you know, when we're in churches speaking, uh, sharing about what we do in D.C., I love putting that picture up of AOC.
0: Oh, you can hear it in the audience. I like go,
1: yeah, I, I and I always just hear it. and I always say. If you look at this person with disdain and hatred, you need to repent. Not because of your disagreement with them politically.
0: Because of your hatred. That's right. And your bitterness. We are
1: called to show the love of Jesus Christ. Now, I mean, you know, there's obviously people take that to the nth degree on both sides. I mean, I remember stories, reading stories when I was in Rome of, of Christians who would go so far out of their way to show love that they, they would actively volunteer to, to die in Circus Maximus by lions right. to show how much they loved Jesus, one, but also how much they loved others. I'm not saying you need to go to that nth degree, right? I'm saying show the love of Jesus to these people and treat them with kindness because we don't know what God can do through us, through our obedience to him, to bring people to a saving knowledge of him. It's a simple act of obedience is what it is at the end of the day, right? And so that's so important, but more than anything, and the reason I love the story we told today, it's a reminder that two people, so very different. And I would dare say, in you know, the one last piece of that that I would share as well is Congresswoman Mac- Kathy McMorris Rogers is, is white and this other uh, Democrat is a black lady. They're so—I mean, when you night and day differences between the two of these these beautiful, wonderful ladies. But they find commonality through Jesus Christ, and we can do the same.
0: Boy, and yeah. Satan does not want that. No, he does not. He fights every day, every single one of us to not find commonality, anywhere that he can place division. He does it. Yeah. Inform. And he's certainly
1: roaming, uh, oh. doing that uh, over working overtime these days. Uh, yeah,
0: I think that's all we hear from people is, "Man, I, we know D.C. is such a god-forsaken place, and Satan is heavy up there." Well, he's heavy everywhere. If if you've not looked at our country and the world lately, and yeah. you just think it's in D.C., then you have to live under a rock. Yeah, because that's true. it's it's not just there. It has started in the homes, and it it bled out. And people, it's so easy to blame our lawmakers because they have have the power. Everybody loves to hate them because it's easy to blame them. But truthfully, when you look at our country and you look at how people just treat each other, Mm. I mean, I'm from the South. I grew up where people said, Yes, sir. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. You had manners. Um, You just, you respected your elders. There was no question. You know, I mean, it just you just were raised to be that way in the South, and our families were raised that way, and it just it was a it was a thing in the South, and honestly, nowadays that seems to be forgotten. Yeah. I look around at these kids, and it's just like they have no manners, yep. and they have no respect for their elders. Mm. Um, a lot of them are sitting at tables with an iPad in their face or an iPhone. Mm. And they're stuck on social media and their whole life revolves around how can I look on social media to be perfect? Mm. And, and they pick themselves apart based off of what social media tells them to look like. And so Satan is working in all areas. It is not just DC. He starts in the home. Yeah. And, and he knows if he can get in the home, he can get anywhere from that point on. I, I mean, it, it starts there first.
1: Well, two things I think to, you know to add to that. One um, the the ability for us to disagree with others in love. Um, I I have We've some, done that.
0: <laughs> right. right. exactly. We've done that with people where we've said we just don't agree with you but we love you. Yeah. We I mean it's 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 not easy because a lot of times those people it's hard for them to take that. They they fight for that opinion to be right. And it's like, you know, we're not going to change our opinion on certain things and certain issues and our moral beliefs. But we love you. Yes. And we still love you in spite of that.
1: All right. I, I remember, and this was 11, 10, 11 years ago, I have some dear friends that are like family in the U.K. And uh, the father's a missionary there and their sons, they their boys, and I were very close, grew up very close. And they've lived in the U.K., their whole lives they're very socially the boys are quite socially liberal in their their um, uh, politics and so when I would come from America they would want to have conversations about politics and I, we always enjoyed it the banter was great and some nights at two three four in the morning we would be yelling at each other <laughs> in the kitchen sitting around the table and their mom would still have fresh hot tea <laughs> sitting on the table as we're screaming at each other but i'll never forget this part when we finished the conversation whenever we're about to go to bed the very end all all them would get up and come over to me and say nathan i love you i love you so much this our our disagreements politically don't change the fact that we love you like a brother and that meant everything to me that we could disagree on the biggest issues on the planet but hug each other at the end of the conversation. That's really special. And that's the way it should be. And so we should be able to disagree with people and still love them.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and that's uh, what we're called, even as Christians, we have a greater obligation and a greater calling uh, to do that and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them through loving people. Oh, absolutely. And so uh, what an exciting time to be alive I said there were two things. I don't remember what the second one was now, but that's okay. <laughs> but
0: You are rarely a man of few words.
1: Well, I, I forgot. <laughs> I've done this a few times today where I've said I, I, I'm i drawing a blank. Yeah, you, on, you have uh, done that a lot. I, but it's okay. We've, we've been traveling a lot. And we're going to be, we're, we're going out to. And we're still traveling. We're still traveling. We have another state tomorrow. And then we go to California. (laughs) And then back to to Tulsa. We got a lot of traveling going on. Got a lot of traveling. uh,
0: And then our next uh, D.C., um, basically, outreach will be in September. And so we always talk about outreach. Outreach is, I think we mentioned this is when we go to all the offices, 535 offices to be mm -hmm. exact. Mm -hmm. And what are we giving out this next outreach?
1: I have no clue. It will be something. Wow, you are prepared. Uh, I am. Well, we've been we've been talking to some of the film companies about what that will be, and so we're not quite sure what it will be, but we know it will be something. Right. And <laughs> uh, but we September eleven to fourteen, uh, so y'all can be praying. Uh, we'll be doing our fall outreach to Congress. Uh, if you ever want to give to that, we raise funds to bring pastors into town to help with this. Uh, you can go to hopetothehill.com. dot We pay
0: for all their food.
1: And we put them up.
0: When we put them up, we pay and an for their Airbnb. stay while they're there. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, we want pastors to have the opportunity to come and experience so they can go back to their churches and share what God is doing. Uh, and then beyond that, if you are blessed, you like this podcast, you can subscribe to yes, it. Yes, please on do subscribe. Apple, Apple. Uh, I'm, I'm learning all Amazon, this stuff. Uh, Amazon, Spotify. On Spotify is the big one. So um, whatever you're listening to this on, please, uh, one, it. Subscribe to it, share it with your friends. We hope that it blesses you, that it's encouraging to you. We we don't want to be the bearer of bad news no, all the time. No,
0: we want to bring sunshine. We
1: yeah, we want to encourage you. I don't you like and bad. New- I don't.
0: It. I have literally been the kind of personality my whole life that I love rainbows and sunshine. I know and that that's Disney. not always reality, but at the you know, I mean, at the core of my heart is always I try to find
1: the silver the, lining i do
0: i try to find the sunshine in every day and sometimes that's been hard i mean you know hard days have come and sometimes the sun doesn't always shine but we wanted to do this so that we could show you like we talked about what god is doing and that there is sunshine <laughs> in the dark that there is a light in the darkest sound Ooh, of freedom as bill,
1: about as bill gaither says the, the darker, darker the night, night the, the brighter, brighter the light. light yes i love that And uh, Bill said, he said that quite a few times when we were at their house the other day. He did. He loves that song. And I, but I love, I love the song, but I, I love the truth in that song. It's very simple, but it is true the the darker the night right now that we, we find ourselves in probably one of the darkest times, at least in, in our lifetime. And so the darker it is just a little bit of light for Jesus shines even brighter.
0: Yeah. We and were talking about that because we were talking about our country and the in the state that our country is mm-hmm. in with Bill and what and I think people had been asking him, Bill, what are what do you think about all this craziness going on? The darker, darker the night, night, the brighter, brighter the, the light. And, and it's I love it because it's so true. It I is mean, true. the darker it gets, the the brighter we shine for jesus it just gives us a bigger opportunity for jesus (laughs) yeah absolutely it gives us a bigger opportunity to do so yeah um and we stand out more that's right you know when when we walk in to the capitol we stand out because we are happy people (laughs) i mean i talked about that to somebody the other day i said i walk past all these people they don't smile in the capitol building no they don't smile there's not a lot of smiles they're usually busy they're usually on a mission a lot of the staffers, they're they're working 12-hour shifts a day, if not more. Mm. Um, you know, they're eating lunch in 25 minutes and going right back to work. And you just, you'll pass by them in the hallway, and I'll smile at them. And they look at me like, why are you smiling? <laughs> why are you so happy? And I'm just like, hi. You know, because that's just my nice personality. Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, and they're just looking at me like, "What? who is this
1: What planet woman? are you from? Yeah. yeah,
0: what office are you in? You yeah. know, it must not be bad for you, but... It is true. I mean, when we are there, we do stand out because we can't help it. Um, But it's just, it's funny to watch the difference in people because when you go there, it's just no smiles. And then there's us who come in with smiles and we're happy. And how can we pray for you? Hope you're having a great day. (laughs) We're like the Chick-fil-A of D.C. Oh, yeah. My pleasure. It's our pleasure to serve you.
1: I'm drinking Chick-fil-A sweet tea right now. Yeah,
0: I think Chick-fil-A should sponsor us as much as you buy their sweet tea. So Chick-fil-A... If there's anybody that's with Chick fil A Corp, I have listening a gallon of this, sweet
1: tea sitting right next he to ordered me.
0: ordered it to the room. I did. And so it's very I saw it and went, What are you going to do with that gallon of sweet tea? I wasn't
1: sweet enough, so I had to get some sweet <laughs> yeah, tea. Yeah, well, but, uh, you need to get more sugar. Well, that being <laughs> said, we are so grateful that you came to hang out with us on this episode. And uh, thank you. It's a joy to do it together, it as, is, always. as always. And as always. And. We're excited about the next story we're going to share next week. If we have enough time, we'll maybe try to do this like twice a week. But right now, it's once a week. (laughs) But uh, uh, we can't wait to share more stories with you. And we have some special guests coming out very soon. You
0: have to stay tuned because we Mm. have some really special guests. Yes. Yes. Can we give hints as to who that is? Or maybe you, not yet. Well,
1: you can give a hint, I guess. Well, who there's a few. I don't know which one you're thinking of.
0: Well, let's put it this way: if you've watched The Sound of Freedom, mm-hmm. then you will know who one of our. Sorry, s- I was
1: drinking sweet tea.
0: <laughs> if you've watched the movie The Sound of Freedom, then you'll know who uh, our special guest is. when one they One of them, on. yes. Yes, um, we may have a few on. special guests. We may from have that, a few, but we freedom. definitely have one who is confirmed. So you have to stay tuned because we have we have a few people that are actually coming on. Some friends of ours in the music industry yeah. are, are going to be on our, our podcast with us. Um, One of we, our
1: dear friends and supporters from Oregon will be on sharing about the, the story of the pins and the coins that we give yeah. away to members.
0: Can't wait Because we don't want him. to tell that story without we him. We
1: want him to he be He is part an of that. important
0: part of that story and really... It's part of why we're going to be in
1: California. Yes,
0: but even more so he's part of why we even have the coins and the pins. That's right. And so um, <clears throat> the we two go wait. hand in hand That's and you right. can't... You can't tell the story without him. And the Lord really allowed it to where we were gonna be with them and um that he could do this with us in person instead yeah. of trying to do it on the phone.
1: We are super. So pumped about we have
0: that. a lot of exciting things coming up on the podcast and we don't want anybody to miss it. So make sure you subscribe. Follow this podcast on on whatever platform you listen to your podcast on, whether it's Amazon, Apple, Spotify, whatever it is. Don't forget to subscribe to it and follow along because you don't want to miss out on what we have coming up in the future because it is some exciting and fun things. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, we always have more stories to tell. Um, we have a lot to tell you. And then as we're in D.C., we're going to keep you updated as well on mm-hmm. what's been happening and what our week looked like. Yep. Um, things always happen.
1: Yep. Well, it's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to it. But uh, we love you all. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you next week.
0: See you next week. Bye.